0: All right, hello, welcome to the Infinite Hour. I'm your host, Daquan, who is Infinite Person. And at the time of recording this, Avengers Endgame comes out tomorrow. It's probably already out by the time you're listening to this. So let me just give my predictions for how I think things are going to go or how I want things to go in Endgame and some of my Phase 4 predictions for the MCU before I actually see the movie on the 26th so without further ado let's jump right into this shall we wait a minute one last thing before we go into the meat of the podcast i want you guys to know that i'm going to be using anchor's like recording feature um to record this episode i'm going to do this by segment so you like experiencing like weird like cuts or whatever in terms of like my voice or whatever, it is basically that. So, now, let's get into this. So, you probably have heard the rumor that only two of the original six Avengers are going to survive in game. So, I'm about to just, like, give you guys, like, three possible, like, you know, combinations of what I want to see, you know, happen. So, my first combination is both... Black Widow and Hawkeye, primarily because we haven't really seen much of anything from them in the MCU. And I think that it will be fitting for them to take more of a mentor leadership role for the newer Avengers and the younger Avengers. And plus, Hawkeye has his limited series coming out on Disney Plus and Black Widow has a movie coming out in Phase 4. Let's see. Second one, it's Iron Man and Thor. Um, I think that Tony should be director of Shield. I think that would be like a good thing for his character. And besides when I read that in like the Civil War comic book storyline, I wanted um that to happen um in the movies. So, I'm still holding out hope for that. Um, Let's see. As for Thor, I, me personally, I like Thor a lot. He was the, his movie was the first movie that I saw in the MCU. And he was like one of my favorite Marvel characters. So, I really want him to, you know, live on and prosper and stuff like that. Um, Let's see, my third, third, Combination of Thor and Hulk. Um, I just think that two of the two of the strongest Avengers should probably make it out of Endgame alive because, well, duh, they are two of the strongest Avengers. Plus, I want to see those two in movies together because Mark Ruffalo and Chris Hemsworth worked so well together in Thor Ragnarok. Let's see. Who should get the killing blow on Thanos? And this is out of people that are still alive. But before I go into my top three, let me just give like, some honorable mentions. I think that... Um, let's see. Um, honorable mention number one is Gamora. I know she's dead, but if they bring her back, she could, she should probably you know be one of the people that... You know, kill Thanos. Um, Primarily because of all the stuff that uh, Thanos put her through in her childhood. Same with my number one pick. Oops, I just gave it away. But same with my number one pick. It would be fitting for either one of them to go to, you know, land that killing blow. Two, Hulk. Um, Primarily because, and I guess part of my French or whatever. But Thanos made Hulk his bitch. In the beginning of any War. Yeah, it got so bad to the point that he didn't even want to come out for the rest of the movie. So that will just be like some sort of like redemption for him. Let's see Captain America. Because why not? Is Captain America. He's amazing. So let's actually get into the, you know, top three list. So number three is Iron Man. Now, it probably might be like an unpopular opinion at least. But I... It's my show, you know. Anyway, Iron Man, um Thanos has essentially been inside of the head of Tony Stark since Avengers the first one. Um and he came close to being killed by Thanos in Infinity War. He took the thing that um the closest thing that he had to a son in Spider-Man and in Infinity War and half of his friends so that would be like very fitting for that little arc itself and according to um the take formerly known as um um screen prism they're kind of the same in a sense i don't want to elaborate on that because that's just like too much and i just think that and also i think that my elaboration would not do their video justice so if you haven't heard of this um series on youtube just look up one marvelous scene. Just watch the entire playlist. It's amazing, but especially the Screen Prism video. Well, the take, every video. Let's see, number two, Thor. Um, let's see, <clears throat> kind of in a similar boat with with Tony. Um, let's see, Thanos killed half of Thor's people, killed one of his good friends Heimdall, and killed his brother. Loki. All in front of him, might I add. And plus he came really close to doing so at the end of Affinity War. So, that should have it be fitting for his character to do, you know, to actually go for um, Thanos' head. And the person that I think should absolutely get the killing blow on Thanos is Nebula. Between her, Gamora, and anyone else, might I add, um, Thanos has put her through the most shit. Like he's put her through the most abuse in her life. So it is fitting that she gets that moment of catharsis and you know sticks it to his, um, sticks, sticks it to her abuser and kills him. Now, one person who should not get the killing blow on Thanos is Captain Marvel. Speaking of Captain Marvel, I think that she should um take a back seat to everybody else because I think that this really isn't like her story. I, mean, I think she's like a side character to the side characters. Don't get me wrong, I liked her and I, I liked her movie. But I just I just don't think that, you know. She's, like, emotionally attached to it. Like She's, not, like, not attached to this as everybody else is, you know? Our only attachment to what's going on in game is the fact that imagine Nick Fury got um disintegrated into decimation. So, anyway... <clears throat> excuse me. In the GMA footage, you know, you saw, you know, her being all types of, you know, arrogant and cocky, right? And I think that it's going to be a massive detriment to her character. Just think of it like how Jordan and justice league um, war. There's this one scene where the league is about to go into battle against dark side and how it's like, everybody stand back. The green lantern got this and tried to attack um, dark side. He did get um a hit off of, um, he did get a hit off on him. And Darkseid just swatted him away like he was nothing. So I think that that would that moment that a moment like that should happen to Captain Marvel, primarily earlier in the film, to like humble her in a sense to like make her to like not like make her, but to like to show her that she's like that she's like, you know, cannot get the problem done like, by herself, that she's not as powerful as she thinks she is, and, like, to make her humble, and that humility will cause her to start becoming, like, the leader that the Avengers, from now on, are going to need. Like, you know, going into Phase 4. Will the Avengers make their own affinity gauntlet? And if so, who should wield it? Um, Basically, um... This has kind of already been confirmed by the clip from GMA and the toys, um, so I can safely say that they will. But the question is, who should be the one to wield it? Now, that's in, that's an interesting thing for me because I had the misfortune of getting that spoiled for me on Twitter when um, when the like the initial leaks came out. So I already know who it is, but that's not gonna stop me from speculating. So let's speculate. I think that Iron Man could wield it because I think he's probably gonna be the one to make the gauntlet it, itself. And and if you watch like the screen prism video of their their one marvelous um moment video, you would Wait, what was it one more scene, I think? One of those. anyway, you watch that video of theirs, and you would know that, you know, they're kind of like the same type of um person. They're like futurists that want to do like I guess like anything to protect their, you know, the future and their their families and stuff like that. So there's like it'll be kind of an interesting parallel, like mirror match almost for Dan for Danos with his gauntlet to go up against. Tony with his gauntlet. Um let's see. Second person I wouldn't mind seeing with the um the the gauntlet would be Cap. Honestly, when I initially wrote these like um these, these notes for the show, I was still thinking about Green Lantern, so mm, excuse me. So I kind of thought of, you know, the affinity gauntlet as a Green Lantern Ring. The way, you know, you need, like, you need to have a, a really, really good amount of willpower to wield it. So I think that in terms of willpower, who else has it other than Cap? Nobody, really. So he'll be a perfect candidate for, you know, wielding the new affinity gauntlet. Let's see, Professor Hulk. I, I mean, if you're going to talk about it in terms of sheer strength, Hulk is the, is like probably the top tier, the strongest Avengers, who doesn't need you know anything like you know, tesseract powers like Captain Marvel or stormbreaker like Thor. So, just give it to him, or just give it to Nebula because I think it would be really cool, and a fun little comic book nod um, to the Affinity Gauntlet storyline, because that happened, if my memory serves me right. Let's see, are the deaths in Affinity War going to stay permanent? Of course not. I honestly think that Affinity War, not Affinity War, I honestly think that Endgame is going to be... The one, what well, is going to be the happy ending one? It's going to like fill you up with so many like happy end, like happy moments, probably primarily at like the last like 30 minutes or so. So, of course, all the like people who died in Avengers, Affinity War are going to make it back either by the Avengers, you know, making making Thanos, um, you know, bring them back or they bring them back themselves with their own gun. Um, will there be a bigger threat than Thanos? Probably not, but it would be a nice twist to have Thanos and the Avengers reluctantly working together to defeat a bigger threat in the third act of the movie. Some people threw out names like King the Conqueror and Kronos, but I barely know shit about them, so I'm not really going to say anything, but I will say that I would like Nebula. With the affinity, with the affinity gauntlet, to be you know that bigger threat, if they if the Russos decided to do something like that. Other than Thanos, who is going to die in in game? Now, this might sound crazy to y'all, but I think that Black Widow is going to die, and not going to die at the same time. Because in the TV spots that have been released like every single day since the GMA footage came out, essentially, we see Black Widow with like her long red hair in the Avengers compound. And then we see like in the Benatar, um, probably like later in the movie, maybe. She has her short blonde hair from, you know, the battle from like from Avengers Infinity War. And, like, the um, post-credit scenes from Captain Marvel. So, this theory could be that they go in space. Um, oh, no. It's like they go in space for the first time to, you know, try to, you know, get that initial, like, bit of revenge. They fail miserably. Nat dies in the process. So when they start going to, you know, during their, tra- their time travel to get, you know, the affinity Stones and, like, to make a new gauntlet, um, I think that she's going... think that the Avengers are going to take a version of Nat from the past and just bring her into, like, the future and just have her be... Black Widow from now on. I don't know. Granted, she could have just you know cut her hair, cut and dyed her hair during that time, or the trailers could be intentionally lying to us. Essentially, the way they lied to us during the Infinity War when they showed Hulk during the Battle of Wakanda. Let's see, Brody is probably gonna die. But not before he has his time to shine, because let's face it, he's been in the shadow of Tony Stark, Tony Stark for the very beginning. So I just want him to have one last badass moment before he dies. Let's see. Cap might die in some sort of noble sacrifice, but I think that it'll be, you know, kind of better if he died another way, a way that will probably produce so many tears of joy. And with everybody who watches this, but I should say at the end of the movie, when Captain America, um, when Captain America, why am I saying Captain America? When Thanos gets inf- defeated, my apologies, holy crap, it has been a long day. Hey, when Captain America, you know, gets defeated, Dang it, Daniels gets defeated. I'm so sorry, everybody. Um, Cap goes back in time to the 40s and lives out the rest of his life with Peggy. Might even get that, you know, get to see that dance with her. Let's see, Nebula could die, but I like that I like her dynamic and the Guardians movies with Gamora, and I want to see that continue in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, especially considering the events of Infinity War and Endgame. Now, I really don't want this to happen, but I feel that Tony is going to die in this movie too. Um his death could possibly be like that passing of the passing of the torch moment to Brio Larson. You know, and I think that um since I think Kevin Feige said that Brie Larson and in return Carol Danvers Captain Marvel are going to be leading the next phase of the MCU, and with the Spider-Man: Far From Home trailer showing that you know Pepper is the only one like showing, um, like only one like running the show, like you know Stark Industries, and happy telling Peter that he is all alone now. It's kind of safe to say that Tony is going to die. I don't want it to be the case, but still. And also, I've heard from like some people that maybe maybe Tony dies and he puts his consciousness into like AI or something. That sounds odd, but I'm not going to rule that out as a possibility. It would be kind of funny though if that becomes like the new version of vision. Speaking of vision. Will he make a surprise appearance um, or return before everybody else? Now, I hope he does because, you know, after all, he is a mixture of Jarvis, Ultron, Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, and the Mind Stone. I think that while, you know, Vision exists, while he like existed, he used, he has absorbed some of the power of the Mind Stone in some way. I don't know. How that really explain that part? I just really want to see Vision back and have him contribute into bringing everybody else back. Let's see. Earlier I mentioned that you know they're gonna possibly go back in time to get the stones and make their own gauntlet. So I'm going to put out a theory that I found last May after you know Affinity War came out from an Instagram user by the name of q8.comic. So, this person says that Tony and Ant-Man go back to the Battle of New York to get the Mind Stone. Captain America goes back to World War II to get the Space Stone. Nebula and Rocket go to Xandar during the events of the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie to get the Power Stone. Thor and Hulk go to the Collector during the time of Thor The Dark World to get the reality stone. Black Widow and Hawkeye go to Doctor Strange during the events of Doctor Strange to get the Time Stone. And since Captain America got the Space Stone in World War II, Rascal would never go to Vormir. So Thanos never finds the Soul Stone. And they make the gauntlet for Captain Marvel so she can wield it. So I like that theory. But I want to tweak it a little bit. So I'm going to do this in terms of like teams of four, three teams of four. So in the first team, you have Captain Marvel, Black Widow, Okoye, and Hawkeye slash Ronin. So they go back to the 90s to get the Tesseract slash Space Stone and then the Sanctum Centaurum to get... Well, between the events of Doctor Strange and the, and the Infinity War to get the Soul Stone from Doctor Strange. Second team, Captain America, Ant-Man, Iron Man, and War Machine go to the Battle of New York to try to get the Mind Stone but fail miserably and <clears throat> excuse me, go to Age of Ultron. Let's go to sometime during the Age of Ultron to get the Mind Stone. And the last team, I think the team is probably going to be more important, in my personal opinion. You have Thor, Rocket, Nebula, and Hulk. They go to the Nova Corps after Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, maybe even after Volume 2, who knows, to get the Power Stone. They go to the collector at the door of the dark world to get the reality stone. They go to Vormir, since Nebula knows where it is, to get the Soul Stone. I know that they'll probably have to sacrifice something, but I trust the MCU and I trust the Russo Russo brothers to um explain that one for us, um at least. I also think that they're probably going to Asgard to Odin's Vault to steal the fake Affinity Gauntlet and have that be like the, work is like the template, I guess, or the basis for the new gauntlet that I'm pretty sure Tony's gonna make. Or they could just have Ichi, um forge a new gauntlet for them in the past. Or in the present, assume that he didn't get, you know, disintegrated in the decimation. Um, so that's his time travel theory. It would be kind of cool if you know that happens and you know we go back to like you know go back to watch those movies in the past and we see like the Avengers from Endgame in the background of those movies. I know that's not the case, that's probably very far-fetched, but I just wanted to put that out there because I heard that from the Fantastic Geeks Somewhere to Find them podcast, and I found it to be interesting. So, will any non-snap victims come back. So basically indie past MCU characters, they like, come back in this movie. So on the Avengers Endgame Wikipedia, it lists that Frank Grillo, Tessa Thompson, Winston Duke, Robert Redford, Rene Russo, Tessa Thompson, and James D'Ar- D'Arcy. I'm really sorry for butchering your name, sir. But anyway, they all come back to reprise the roles of Crossbones, Valkyrie, Mbaku, Alexander Pierce, Frida, the Ancient One, and Edwin Jarvis from the Agent Carter TV show, respectively. So I haven't seen those. Um, characters. I haven't seen Agent Agent Carter, so I don't know who that is. But I do know in the com- the comics that is that's that's Jarvis, that's Tony Stark's Butler. So that probably might be. The inspiration, his character might be the inspiration as to why Tony um, named his AI Jarvis. So, if anybody knows that to be the to be a fact, let me know. So, I think that a lot of these characters, with the exception of Mbaku and Valkyrie, are going to return in terms of like, you know, like when they go back in time. Let's see. Is Loki going to stay dead? Honestly, I fucking hope Loki stays dead. I am tired of mourning this man's loss. And I'm just tired of his deaths not meaning anything. But Wikipedia says that he is going to reprise his role. I just hope it's just like some sort of like flashback or something or um, illusion or something like that. I just I really don't want to see Loki back. i I'm sorry. If you love Loki, I do too, but he just died too much. Okay. So I have something for y'all. Maybe instead of like the Avengers, you know, killing Thanos, how about they somehow, some way discover the negative zone and imprison him the same way that Iron Man did in the Civil War um, storyline with the people who opposed him? That's very far-fetched, but that would be so cool if that happened. Um, so, how soon after Affinity War will game take place? Now, this is a question that I got from um, Sean Chandler's um, YouTube channel. He did his in um, game Predictions video before he actually saw the movie. So, you can kind of say I was inspired to do that by him. Um, So, I think that the movie is going to start like around the time after the snap, right? Like, shortly after Thanos snaps and then, like, goes back to like or like Titan, or wherever he's at now. And we're going to, the first thing is going to be focused on Hawkeye with his family because Linda Cardellini, I really do hope I'm saying these names right, but Linda Cardellini. The, um, the actress who plays Hawkeye's wife, according to her Wikipedia page, she's in the movie, so that could just be where her, where her her character is at. They're just like, they're just into like the park, you know, like a picnic during like you know like the Super Bowl trailer, I think, and then that's when you know the, the snap happens, and that's when Hawkeye loses his family, and then. It flash forward a little bit to the Captain Marvel mid-credit scene. And then the movie will like officially start probably a few months after that. Let's see. Is Thanos' Affinity Gauntlet still functional? Now, despite it looking all busted up at the end of Affinity War after the snap. I think that the gauntlet is more than functional. One, we saw him use the gauntlet to teleport out of Wakanda at the end of the Infinity War. And based on the GMA footage, Black Widow says that he, Thanos, used the stones again. So... It's 100% still functional, still usable. I just think that the gauntlet is melted to his hand. That'll be very interesting if that is the truth. Now, before I go into my phase four predictions and theories, let me just shoot off a couple of theories for in game, like off the bat. So, I think that Quicksilver is going to come back due to like the Avengers resetting the timeline. And this makes sense because, you know, the Disney Fox merger. came through now x-men are back with the marvel cinematic back with marvel and they're going to be in the marvel cinematic universe so it just makes sense stay already have a quick silver there's no need to um cast another Quicksilver. um let's see sherry is not dead i know her poster puts her as like one of the people that never have died but i don't think that sherry is dead i think she went into hiding after the events of affinity war and I think she's going to return, you know, as Black Panther in the Black Panther suit. Hopefully, you know, the Black Panther suit has like her little like sonic like gauntlets as well. You know, the gauntlets that shoot like um like sound vibrations or whatever. I hope that her Black Panther suit has that because that would be so cool. And you know, she will return in the final fight. Let's see. I think Stanley's cameo, his last cameo, y'all. Not only is it going to make me cry, that's not part of the prediction, though, but I think that it's going to be him officially being like, you know, like being a, a Watu. Or he could just be the one above all. And if you don't know who the one above all is, basically that's like Marvel's equivalent to God, essentially. Um, can't really say much on that. Let's see, next one. The people that got snapped in Affinity War are in an alternate reality where the people who didn't, where they think that the Avengers that are alive now in Affinity War were snapped. So basically the snapped are in a reality where where they think that they were the ones that were unsnapped. That's a theory courtesy of Sean Chandler. Um, Let's see. Pepper being Iron Man on Earth while he is gone in space post um, post snap. That is also a theory, courtesy of Sean Chandler. Let's see, Captain America will definitely say Avengers Assemble. If not, that should be considered a hate crime. <laughs> I don't even know where that joke came from, but you you know you know what I'm trying to say. Let's see. Last year, when I thought about doing this for Affinity War, I said that the TV show characters were going to make an appearance, but now I'm 100% certain that none of the TV show characters are going to be appearing in this in any way, shape, or form. No Easter eggs, not even them being mentioned by name or the events of what happened on their shows are going to be mentioned. And I think that's it's primarily because of the reason why the Russos didn't include the TV show characters in Endgame, is that they have too many too many characters as is, and it just they just it's, a, it's gonna be a hassle to like have to add on like a whole other layer of characters. Um, even though I really want to see Daisy Johnson in these movies and be a part of the Avengers team. <clears throat> Let's see. If the Russos want a sad ending to Avengers War, I think they should probably end the movie on the funerals of Captain America, Tony, and any other Avenger that has died throughout the movie. Um Yes, I'm calling them. I'm calling everybody that's still alive that's in this movie the Avengers because they're basically. The Avengers, you know, like a full Avengers team, not just Avengers plus two members of the Guardians. You know, just be easier. You know, if I called them the Avengers, and let's see, if they wanted a happy ending, they would probably end the movie with Cap going back, living his days with Peggy in that one last dance, and ending on Tony and Pepper's wedding, where who knows. Old man Cap decides to become a guest. Yeah, old man Cap, and maybe old—actually, well, never mind. Peggy died earlier, but maybe this timeline change will, you know, keep her alive. Who knows? But you know, old man Cap shows up at the wedding. Maybe his plus one is old—not old man, oh, old um, Peggy Carter. Oh man, that's that whole thing's that whole dynamic with with Cap and Peggy would be weird as hell considering that he kind of sort of hooked up with with her niece in Civil War. But anyway, <clears throat> now this is a theory that um, doesn't even matter anymore because of everything that we know, especially from TV spots, this kind of rendered this theory obsolete. So originally I thought that they were going to introduce the Death Stone into the movies. Now, if you don't know, Deathstone is essentially set like a seventh um, affinity gem. And that was introduced in the comics in 2016. And basically, the stone's purpose is to destroy whoever wields the affinity gauntlet. Alright, we're in the home stretch. We're almost done here. Let me just go through... Some of my Phase 4 theories. Now, I'm including post-credit scenes for Endgame in this section because, you know, oftentimes post-credit scenes set up for, like, the next movie or the next phase of movies. So, that's, that's that. And for this one, despite the rumors of this movie, going on, this movie having zero post-credit scenes, I'm going to put... One, I'm gonna put six in there, six for each of the original Avengers. Now we're gonna have it since you know this Disney Fox merger has happened. I think we're gonna have them tease Fantastic Four and/or X-Men. I will elaborate that later on, but just keep that in mind. I think they're gonna have like a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 tease with like Adam Warlock, you know, being like the villain for that movie. I think Monica Ramboom, I think I'm saying that right, will become Spectrum, in case you didn't know. Monica Ramboom, she was the. I don't really. Rambo. Why did I say Ramboom? Rambo. Monica Rambo. Anyway, she is technically the second Captain Marvel in the comics, and she is she's obviously the daughter of Maria Rambo in Captain Marvel. So. And Spectrum is also um you know side character to Carol Danvers' Captain Marvel in the comics, so I've heard. So anyway, she would be like in her mid to late 30s during the events of Endgame, and her powers could be explained by some affinity gauntlet, you know, in-game shenanigans. Um let's see. Like I said, back with the whole, you know, Disney-Fox merger thing, we're going to have Galactus, Galactus tease. And what you could probably do is have a shot of um, a planet in space being destroyed. And you see some glowing red eyes with or without a deep evil laugh following it. <clears throat> we have Asgard on Earth as like the fourth, maybe fifth, yeah. Fifth scene, um, essentially with, like, King Thor or Queen um, Valkyrie if Thor dies in this movie. Uh, let's see. The Marvel Illuminati will be set up. So, in though know, I think, like, the Illuminati is, like, you know, a secret group of, you know, Marvel characters. So I think that in the comics, my memory serves me correctly, after, like, an Affinity... War or affinity, like, pre war, like an in game style event, but involving you know the offending gauntlet, they like separated the stones so they don't fall into the wrong hands. So, my team would be um, my ideal Marvel Illuminati, especially since um, we don't have Reed Richards yet. And let's have Tony Stark, Bruce Banner. Thor, Chichala, Vision, and Doctor Strange. Now, you could probably swap out one of these. I'm, probably, I'm pretty sure you probably swap out Ch'Challa with Karadaris and it'll still have the same effect. Um, maybe. Probably not. Let's keep it with you, those, those six. Um, let's see. Honorable mentions for post credit scenes. Despite me saying earlier that I don't think TV show characters are showing up, I would think that it will be kind of cool if they show like, some of the TV show characters being a part of the new Avengers team going forward. Hopefully, Daisy Johnson. I, I really like her character from um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I would really love to see her in the MCU movies. Let's see. We have a Nova... Nova, um, core tease. So just teasing, like you know, Nova, the character himself. Probably that could be something set up for Guardians Three. Essentially, just have um, <clears throat> excuse me, a Secret Wars tease, where, and this is a theory courtesy of What Culture Comics, but anyway, have a previously thought to be dead character wake up on Battle World. That just be the entire. That be the entire scene. Or if you want like more classic, classic Avenger um, villains, you have King the Conqueror. Have him be the have him be teased instead of Galactus. And this is also courtesy of Watt Culture Comics. Um, basically, just it turns out he was watching the events of you know, Infinity War in game play out the entire time he was watching Thanos to be more specific and seeing that Thanos failed, he decides that he's going to go do it and do it better than Thanos. And the last honorable mention for post-credit scenes in endgame game, have it be some sort of, this would be like you know the Thorn Ray gag where um, possibly Bucky and Falcon get into like a little, like little argument about who should be like the next cap. You know, they're, like, fighting over the shield, right? Then next thing you know, and this is, like, something that I'm added in. It's not in my notes, but this would be kind of funny. Uh, have, like, Sharon Carter come in and just, you know, take the um, shield because all three of those characters, I think, have been Captain America at one point in time in the comics. See, I would have included um, an Oscorp tease. Um in my honorable mentions or on the actual like official, like six um, post-credit scenes. But I think they'll probably do that for Spider-Man Far From Home's post-credit scene or an actual nod in the movie itself. So remember how I said, you know, I'm going to elaborate on X-Men and Fantastic Four being teased in the, in the post-credit scenes for Endgame. So Imagine this, right? We see, and you have to, like, you know, have my imagination, the same line of thought. I, I doesn't matter what happened in the actual movie. Doesn't matter what you think. Just, just hear me out on this, okay? I, this sounds crazy, considering, considering, you know, everything. But this sounds really crazy. But imagine Tony Stark, you know, as director of Shield, right? He's sitting at his desk, Maria Hill. Black Widow, Carol Danvers, Pepper Potts, whoever, right, comes up to him. Let's just say Maria Hill for the sake of this scene. Um, Maria Hill comes up, talks to him, tells him that there's been, you know, talks to him about like, increased reports of um, people being mutated at rapid rates and tells him that there's somebody who wants to talk to him about that. She hands him a business card, told him what's at the card and says – Professor Charles Xavier. Interesting. It also has a little like Easter egg. Um, have like a little, like thing on his desk. Like, a little file on his desk that says like Project Twenty, Project Forty Two, because I think that's what he called the Phantom Zone in the Civil War comics. Other ways you can you know have like the, have like you know the um, Secret Wars. Or you have like a Secret Wars movie, and just have like all the alternate universes, you know, come like collide and become one solid universe. Or you can just have Deadpool coming out and you know breaking the fourth wall in the post-credit scene for Endgame. Or and this is also this is also courtesy of um, What Culture Comics, but have somebody come like appear in the shadows, right? Comes in the frame growling. You don't see their face, obviously, or their rest of their body. Then you hear the, you know, the sound of the claws coming out. You know, the the ching. You know, you hear that, right? And face the black. That'll be a Wolverine tease right there. <clears throat> so, how would I put? How would I, you know, introduce the Fantastic Four into the MCU? So think about that same post-credit scenes for in-game that I pitched for the X-Men. Have it like after. Have like you know like the next line of like dialogue is like um, have Maria say, "I'm I'm sure you read your briefing about the group that disappeared in space in the '60s." Tony could be like, "Yeah, the four scientists from New York." building I used to own. He just like throws that little quip out there to like confirm that the back to basically confirm that the building was the Baxter building that the original um Stark Tower was at. Why not? Oh let's see and uh Latverian National who all returned uh, shortly after our little date with Thanos. What about it? Maria says I think it's time for It's time to formally introduce them to the modern world. Tony says, fantastic, face to black. Now, I know that that was cringy and corny, you know, but I like that kind of stuff sometimes. And I think if they actually do that, right, if they, I doubt they will, but I think if they do that, then they'll probably write it better than I did. All right. Another way they could possibly do it is um you could have this like a separate post-credit, you can have this like be like replacing the like my proposed Galactus post-credit scene or it takes place after. Um but anyway, just have like a shot of Earth in like in space, right? Then like you'll see like a the Silver Surfer's um surfboard comes into view and then it fades to black. Now. That would be kind of cool, but then you'll probably have to, you know, have them come into, We'll have, like, at least the silver server come into the movies, like, shortly after Endgame. It wouldn't, like, make sense for him to just, like, stay there, they, like, we're like, a couple years, you know, to actually be seen on screen. So that will probably be it. Um, I, I forgot to say that the, the, you know, Tony Stark one is, like, a, it's, not, it's obviously a, a time jump, you can make this time jump, like, a couple months after game. That's literally up to them. But these are ultimately things that I liked and I want to see. Um, and I hope you guys like this as well. Anyway, guys, this concludes this episode. Technically my first episode of the Infinite Hour podcast. Sorry that um, this episode came out later than I intended it to. Honestly, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I was procrastinating with making this. Well, procrastinating with writing the outline because um my memory is terrible and I need like actual things to like read off of to like jog like, my memory and my thought process and stuff like that. But anyway, that outline came out to be like seven pages. I thought this podcast was gonna be like three hours long, but nope, it's shorter than I thought. So like I mentioned earlier, I'm going to see Avengers Endgame on Friday. April 26th at 9 a.m., so the next episode might, do not quote me on that, might be my reaction slash review on Avengers Endgame, so if you think that my theories were dumb or you thought that my theories were great or you have some of your own feel free to hit me up on my Twitter at IWasUberness or my Instagram at DaquanGibbsLittleFox, F-O-X. This is my obligatory warning about my Twitter. I get very spicy and political up there. So if that's not your vibe, you don't have to hit me up on Twitter. You can just hit me up on my Instagram. It is very safe. Um, Yes, the podcast social media is coming soon. I'm going to be... I'm real with y'all again. I'm just, you know, have like this anxiety about like, you know, managing, you know, social media for something that isn't my personal stuff. Um, I'm just afraid of messing up on there. You know, say the wrong thing and then, you know, like be like, you know, quote unquote canceled. I have my my show just be like, you know, ruined because I really want to make this like, um my livelihood. And I don't want that to be taken away over, you know, a mistake I make on social media from like the official, you know, accounts of my podcast. But they will come soon. I'm still new to this stuff. So please cut me some slack. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I love you all. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, night, whenever the fuck you listen to this. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Now, if you excuse me, I got some Arrowverse shows to catch up with, as well as Doom Patrol. Love you all again, and peace!